0: with another episode of Midnight on Earth. I'm your host, Jake Weaver, and we're here to bring you more knowledge, more lights, and more love. Well, we are back with our predictions episode, our end of the year yearly predictions episode where we kind of chart out what could be happening in the world with now our, uh, Third time appearing, thrice present, resident medium. Very generous uh, for her to be here. She's here. Natalie Lucia Anderson. She did our 2021 predictions episode, our 2022 predictions episode, and she's back for 2023. And we're going to talk to her in just a second. But first, I need you to do something for me. Go to BlueCobraCBD.com. That is BlueCobraCBD.com. And there you will find Blue Cobra CBD oil, the highest quality CBD oil on the market, out there, period. Why is that? It is because the extraction method, how the CBD is extracted from the hemp flower is a proprietary process. It is known as the HIT extraction method. It was developed by a man named Howard HIT, a.k.a. Big H, and it contains no chemicals, no solvents, no gases, nothing unnatural was used in the production of this product. It's 100% organic, and the flour that is used, that hemp flour, is also 100% organic Oregon-grown hemp. There's three styles maximum strength, King Cobra, regular strength, little King Cobra, and wild thing, CBD for pets. Because we want our pets to have the best medicine, just like our children. And we have a discount code, of course, that discount code, which gets you free shipping on any order in the continental 48 United States is big H, B-I-G and the letter H, That will get you a bottle of Blue Cobra and you'll get to experience it yourself and you'll not have to pay shipping. How about that? And even if you have to pay shipping, look, it's an incredible product. I absolutely love it. It's healing. It retains the essence of the plant in a way that no other CBD product out there can do. Howard's 76 years old. It's a family run business. Everything about it is beautiful and magical. So, Go there, check it out, bluecobracbd.com. That is bluecobracbd.com. And when you're done with that, follow me on Instagram at midnight underscore on underscore earth. That is the address. You can follow us there, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever. You go to get your podcast. Click that button that connects us. So when it's the end of the year, and you know that we have these predictions episode, and you know when Natalie's going to come back on, you get a notification on your device or whatever you have to listen to this. And most importantly, tell a friend, tell someone that you know that loves these type of podcasts. You know them. They're your friends. They're your family. Your coworkers. Whatever. Bring them here. MidnightonEarth.com. Okay, so Natalie's here. We're going to talk to her, but we're going to read her bio. We always read people's bio. It's fun. We want to know what these people have been doing. So here's Natalie's. Natalie Lucia is a certified and advanced psychic medium residing in Suffren, New York. She is certified through the Lisa Williams International School of Spiritual Development. Natalie enjoys her time with her family, including her lovable dogs and cats. You cannot leave her home without some type of animal hair as a parting gift. I can't wait. If I ever hang out with her, I I can't wait to see what I get. Natalie loves to laugh and smile as much as possible, as she believes that laughter truly is the best medicine. When spending time with Natalie, you will see how she truly finds spirituality and mediumship and honor and vocation. Her goal is to help those experiencing grief and loss to find happiness and laughter again. And this is really cool. This is a question that she answers. Why did Natalie choose mediumship? While she believes that anyone can tune into the spirit world. She says that through life experiences, loss, tragedy and miracles she could no longer deny what she was experiencing at a point in natalie's life she was so riddled with grief that she just couldn't make sense of anything over time she realized that she was seeing things hearing things and just knowing things with this she took her first mediumship course after her teacher told her She has so much faith in her and in her ability, she put it out there that now she needed a mentor, and not only did she find her first mentor, that wasn't her last, but she found her extended family. With that said, her sole purpose is to give you the gift of knowing there is so much more to life than just living. Wow. I love that, Natalie. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, I'm, I'm so, words. I don't even have words because I'm so
1: excited to be here. I just don't know where the time went. <laughs> that's the only thing.
0: <laughs> we were just talking about that. Let's talk about that. What is up with time? It seems like yeah. we were just doing this. It's been a year. It feels like maybe two or three months went by. What is going on? Is our frequency speeding up? That's affecting time. Something's happening. Something is definitely happening. I agree with you. And it's like, it's, it's like when you're in
1: the moment, time slows down, but I feel like so many of us are actually out of the moment and trying to connect to the spirit world and trying to connect to the, you know, spirituality in itself. And we're literally losing time, but it's because we're vibrating higher. The majority of us.
0: Wow. <sighs> And it's just Not a, all of us. <laughs> I know, right? Well, you know, there is the entire spectrum of angels and demons in the human yes. experience. So the angelic people and those there that are working towards the lights, they're raising the entire vibration of the planet and all of humanity. They really are. They really are. And I think everyone's feeling it. And and what I
1: notice is that people are either accepting it. Or not accepting it. There's no in-between anymore. Like I'm not finding people who are still questioning things. It's either yes or no.
0: And how do you think that can help us though? Like time speeding up, how can that be a benefit for humanity? Is it inching us closer to our uh, destiny faster as advanced beings? What do you think about that?
1: I don't know if it's inching us closer to advanced beings or if it's really putting us in a position of either we're going to make a difference or we aren't. So it's like no more stalling, you know, like we're, we're in trouble right now. You know, the earth, the planetary, just the planets are in trouble right now. Everyone is. And it doesn't matter where you are in this moment. It's like either you're going to raise your vibration, you're going to lift things up, and you're going to try to assist to make the change, to make a difference or not. And it, it's it's really, I hate to say it, a a gut, gut-wrenching, fast decision that the human race has to make but it feels like we're moving towards the right choice. It does feel that way. But I, you know, my human self says don't get excited because we have so much more work to do. And then my spiritual self is like, yes, people are actually awakening and things are happening and they're making a difference. So it's like, you have to really still push forward.
0: Right. Make sure it doesn't like affect your action and your motivation.
1: Right. Exactly. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Okay, wow. Well, that's a great way to start the conversation. I know. <laughs> but let's remind people your story. Just briefly tell people how you got in touch with your abilities, the trainings you went through, and what led you to where you are right now.
1: So I've always had um, like connections with the spirit world, not understanding it. So I would have like I would see figures outside my window when I was a little girl or I would hear things and just think that there was something wrong with me, you know, or think that like I'm doing something wrong. And like I didn't know if it was good or bad. I didn't know what was happening. Then at teenage, completely shut everything off, just shut it off because I just didn't know what was happening. And then around, I would say, 18, 19, I started to open up again, like really like be pulled towards like, you know, what's out there, what's going on, like death and spiritualism and all this stuff and not understanding and not having answers. But then I kept hearing like the real world saying like, you that's not stuff that you want to get into. You have to be careful. I had an aunt that would tell me that if I played with the Ouija board, I would bring out the devil and bad stuff would happen to me. You know, like just those belief systems of fear that they want to put into people. And then, as a teacher, um, when you're unfortunately, one of my students' life was taken, and she came to me in a dream, and she said that this was what I was meant to do.
0: I remember. And yes. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's powerful. I remember when you it, told me originally, yeah. and it, it's 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 still powerful. It's so
1: powerful because I didn't want to do it. You know, I didn't, I didn't think, I always believed that mediums had to be like these special people that, you know, like God chose and like put them up on pedestals. And it's not true. You know, it's not true at all. There's, you know, there's nothing special about us. I'm not different from a podcaster, from a teacher, from a, you know, a doctor, from, you know, anyone, like we're no different. And she really brought it to me in a way that I couldn't deny it anymore. And it feels good. Because I get to talk with the spirit world and learn. And then I get to bring, like, you literally get to see people heal in front of you just by giving them evidence that there is more that's there. Because because grief is heavy. Death is is
0: hard, you know? Right, and that's something you help people with with your mediumship. You help them connect to deceased loved ones. And you're saying that as soon as they have that integration where they actually believe it, they feel it, they understand it then there's a shift. There's a healing shift.
1: There, there truly is. And there's like a, and you see it. I like, I get to see it. It's like, my whole thing is when people sit with me, I say to them, when you're in front of me, my, my purpose is for you to be able to feel the soul with your loved one, whether it's for a moment or more than a moment. I just want you to walk out of here feeling better than you did when you came in. That's my goal. Knowing that your loved ones are there. Sorry.
0: Uh, everyone, I just want to briefly point out for those listening, there's a beautiful cat now with Natalie and who is this black cat? Let's just talk about the cat for a second.
1: Okay. This is magic.
0: Hello, magic.
1: (laughs) Magic is absolutely obsessed obsessed with me. Um,
0: so she gets very territorial when I'm working. Oh, wow. Well, we love magic here. And cat magic's the best magic. I love cats. I'm a very cat-oriented person, so. Oh, you would love my house then. Because now we
1: have, we had five, but now we have six.
0: Oh, my goodness. Wow. Wow, that's a lot of that energy. I love the cat energy. It's cool. Oh, no, it's great. It's great. It absolutely is. So getting back to your life, though, because we love cats, but I also want to talk to you. So you're out there now in the world. You had this training you're out there now in the world helping people heal by connecting them with deceased loved ones, but also the animal communication. That's a big part of it.
1: That's a huge part of it. You know, I always say there's not enough animal communicators in this world, and there never will be. You know, they're, they're, we're the voice of the voiceless. And, you know, it's not animal communication is not, oh, my God, you know, magic is so happy you're here. You know, <laughs> it doesn't, it's not like that. Animal communication is. I just recently had a case where the woman was missing two or her cats. And I said, one, I feel like you have to put it out there in uh, the social media because I feel like your cat is in somebody's home. This was just the day before yesterday I got an email because she was like, no, there's no way. There's no way. He's an outdoor cat. He always comes back. Well, she got a message. Someone said, I've had your cat for the last year, not knowing your cat's living in my home.
0: Oh, my God.
1: so that's why I I do what I do, you know, not to get the recognition to give people that peace of knowing their animals love them. Their animals are here. You know, they could communicate.
0: And you also communicate with deceased animals, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. As difficult as it is to lose a human
1: loved one. I hate to say this, and people are probably going to get very angry with me, but it's much more difficult to lose an, a pet. It really is. It probably is
0: equal. I don't know. It's hard to say.
1: <laughs> it is hard I to love say. my
0: cat just like my child.
1: And and that's the thing. They're your babies, you know. So when they go to the other side, whether there's decisions we have to make or guilt that we have, or you know, there's. It's always nice to be able to connect and get those messages and get that evidence that they're still around us and see what's happening
0: now in time. For us, and where does the animal spirit reside? Like, where is that consciousness? It seems to be closer to spirit, and yet there's that wildness. But there is an intelligent consciousness there with all animals. Oh, absolutely,
1: absolutely. They're 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 so intelligent. That's one of the things that we forget. And I think that's where animal communication is so important because they're intelligent beings. And just like the spirits of humans, you know, they can go and they can travel. They, we say that there are seven worlds. There's worlds beyond worlds, seven of them. And I believe that animals are the same as human spirits where they can choose where they go. And it's kind of like in and out, wherever they want to be. And if they want to learn more, they learn more. If they want to evolve, they evolve. If they want to reincarnate, which is not as common as people believe animals <laughs> reincarnate, but if they choose to, they can. If they want to be with us when we're here in the physical world, they come down and they sit with us. But they're learning. They're evolving just like we are. They all have a purpose, just like we do. Right. Right. And I think that's so important for us to acknowledge, you know, humans aren't
0: that grand, as grand as we think we are. (laughs) Well, we're just part of a network of life. There's so much going on. We're just part of the web. Mm -hmm. And the animals themselves, I mean, they have intelligence and they have souls, right? So they're on their own soul's journey. And it's not, Absolutely. and it doesn't seem to be as linear as like, okay, you know, you were a cat, now you get to graduate to be a human, or no, like no, that. It's, no, it's just it's it seems very fluid and its own thing.
1: It, it truly is. It truly is, and you know, it's like their journeys are are so. What I find is that animals come in; they're like earth angels. That's what I'm going to say. They are earth angels. They're really coming in to also help us evolve. So the animals in our life, whether it's for a moment or for a lifetime, they're really here to their purpose is to teach us certain things right? and to expose us to certain things. And whether we evolve or not determines whether they they evolve or not, meaning that we help one another. So it's not that, you know, they're going to be punished for not doing their job. It's just that they may come back in different ways to help us continue if they choose in our journey.
0: So, cause it's a symbiotic experience, like really they're is. learning from us. They're meant to be in our lives for their purpose. They're in our lives for our purpose. It's, it, it's dimensional. You could say.
1: It absolutely is. It absolutely is. And when people really take a step back and really think of it, you know, you could really see if you really take a step back from what you're experiencing and truly look from the outside of When these animals come in, how long they stay, what periods of our lifetime have they been here? What experiences have we had? What traumas have we had? There's all links there that you could understand where we should be learning and evolving.
0: Interesting. Well, it's all interwoven. There's just this big story that we're all a part of. Yes, it really is. And speaking of stories, how's your life been over the last year? (laughs)
1: my life is finally great again.
0: (laughs) Well, that's fantastic. It seems like you dialed it in. I remember last year you were going through some transitions, but this Mm -hmm. year it seems like you've dialed it in.
1: It's finally settled and I'm free and I'm on my own and I'm going to evolve even more and I'm going to work on myself and nothing and no one is holding me back.
0: Well, that's an amazing thing because like everyone says, all the great spiritual teachers, when you evolve yourself, we all evolve. So I support whatever you're doing because it's <laughs> helping all of us.
1: Thank you. Yes, yes. And I'm ready for the challenge now. I'm like, let's go. Well, I mean, not too much of a challenge, you know. Ah! I'm ready for <laughs>
0: Yeah, careful what you ask for there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, I mean, I guess if you're ready, we can talk about predictions. We can talk let's about it. Last year's predictions, which my God, you had got so many right again. It was another year of really high percentage and uh, so much has changed and there's so much change coming. We're going to talk yeah. about all of this stuff. This is so cool. So let's talk about, let's start with last year's COVID prediction, which you <laughs> absolutely again got right. I, I listened to uh, your last year's predictions episode. And what you said about COVID in the year before was accurate. Again, you're accurate. You said that it would decrease severely and it would be started to be treated like the flu, which is what's happening. The masks are off. The vaccines are out there. People have two vaccines and they potentially had two boosters. If you're a person that got vaccinated and everyone seems to have adjusted to this kind of, back to normal consciousness. So what do you think about that?
1: I'm happy for that. You know, I'm happy to be right about that. I do step back and see, and people aren't going to like what I'm going to say. Now, a lot of fear is out there. We're being manipulated through fear. So I just want to talk about that for a second because the listeners, we have to really hone in and say, okay, we've had enough of this because what happens is if we keep feeding into the fear there's going to be other things that are going to come up. And I'm going to say not as extreme as COVID was, but very similar. And that's where I feel like we could really shut this down. We could really shut this fear down and say, you know what? We've had enough. Thank you, universe, for the lesson. Thank you, human race, for the lesson. And really shut it down. And that's where when we're talking about vibrations and how the time is just changing on us and things are speeding up. I really do feel like COVID is going to be something that we talk about that we experienced
0: in the past. Yes, that does seem like it's going to be one of those things. Like that was a blip in our history. Mm -hmm. Strangely, it seems like people are just kind of blanking it out that somehow they're like mentally connecting 2019 to 2022. And that whole time just doesn't exist. Because there was so much strife. There was so much blame and so much anger going on. And then a lot of that information, the people that were very hyped up about their perspective, a lot of that stuff turned out not to be true later on. And it came out in the public you know, discourse. And so everybody's just kind of like trying to just push that away. Would you agree with that? What do you think about I, that?
1: Yeah, I do agree with, with that. I do agree. And I think that we have to really... Tap into ourselves when when things are dropped to us and said to us and, you know, fear is placed in, really take a step back and really drop into yourself and really feel what that feels like and say, wait, does this feel right? Do I have to be cautious or am I building fear, which is creating chaos? Which one is it? And that's the thing, because if the human race keeps creating chaos out of fear, we're going to keep creating issues and they're going to keep getting bigger have to stop doing that
0: we have to stop feeding the fear
1: we do we really do because it's a monster and the more we feed it the bigger it gets
0: and it's a density energetically like it's a lower density so if you're resonating with that you're putting yourself in a lower density and there isn't a lot of good information there
1: no. And, and, and then what do they say? They say dis-ease creates disease. Yes. So the more dense we feel, the lower vibration is, the more we're bringing in that's negative into us.
0: <sighs> but we do say that's by design. Somebody's benefiting off this. Something, somebody, something, somewhere is benefiting off of the human race being subjugated in this way by fear. Yeah.
1: And that would be, I don't supplement. even know what it is. I could speculate <laughs> I all day long. I think it's the government. I think it's really, and and I hate politics, but it really is the government. Actually, let me just say politics and the government throughout the world, really the soul-sucking bottom feeders that are really gaining strength. And it's very, very dangerous because we have to stop feeding them. Otherwise, we're going to see a major war.
0: So you're saying it's all just human lust for power. Just some humans want that power so much that they're keeping billions of people subjugated in order to maintain that. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. And it's not just in the states. That's what people have to understand. No, no, it's worldwide. It's worldwide, and it's it's so it's so blatant that we don't see it. So it's you, you know, like so we have to really be careful because I am so fearful of another major war happening. That's my biggest fear.
0: It seems like our media is priming us for a third world war, most likely with Russia. Now, will that actually happen? I don't know, but it does seem like if we feed the fear, like you're saying, we could manifest that reality.
1: And that's where I'm really feeling is that we're going to have a fork in the road and it's going to be, what are we going to do? Are we going to feed the fear and not stand up for what we know is right and just comply with what we're told to do, which we shouldn't do, you know, or like it's just, it's such a huge, so it's a ton of bricks on each of our chests
0: Yes. It's almost like a line in the sand for us to stand up for our humanity and our sovereignty as spiritual beings. And finally just say no, just say no to that thing that wants to control us. And we can all do that. And once we do, then the gloves are off of the human race and things are going to be amazing. And it's not
1: going to be easy. Well, yes, It's not going to be easy. So it's going to be saying, no, this isn't right. And and I want to tell people that well, if we do, no, I'm going to say when we do, when we stick together, we say, no, this is not right. We're spiritual beings and we have to do the right thing and we have to protect our human rights and we have to protect our people. There's going to be still loss and trauma that we experience. Mm. That's the thing. So it's not going to be an easy, oh, my gosh, we've done the right thing. Everything's, you know, rainbows and butterflies. It, there's still going to be trauma. There's are still going to be loss.
0: It seems like esoterically that it kind of reflects birth of something huge. Like birth is painful. As you know, as a mom, there's some process involved that involves pain and, and certain things happening in order to give birth to this new thing, this new life. It, it could be something like that, right? I think that's a great
1: analogy. I really think it is because right now what we're going through is if you use that analogy, The pregnancy, you have all these fears of different things that may happen. You don't know if there's illnesses there or if there's any deformities there, if there's stuff going on. You don't know when you're going through this. And then you have childbirth. But then through the pain and through the suffering, I'm going to say suffering of childbirth, (laughs) uh, afterwards, you are right. There is a rebirth. And then you look at something or someone. After you have a child, you look in that child's eyes within a tenth of a second. You have nothing but unconditional love for someone that you're meeting for the first time. Right. So if we push through this, if we go through this and we stand our grounds and knowing that, yes, there will be suffering, yes, there will be sadness, yes, there will be trauma, but in the end, the unconditional love that will be there, we will allow all of us to start to heal.
0: Yes, and that is our natural state, that vibration, that energy, the childlike love for all humanity. I think that that's humanity's natural state. I agree. I agree. <laughs> and that's what Well, let's talk a little bit more about uh, last year's prediction. This is so beautiful. I love talking with you. We have such similar energy. We could just go for hours just bouncing off (laughs) these things. Um, Okay, so aliens, you said there would be no disclosure, and you were right about that. There were a lot of videos circulating the year prior coming from the government, coming from Air Force jets and things like that, showing these clearly alien craft. They're going faster than anything that we have. They're changing shape. There was a lot going on. It seemed like disclosure was right around the corner. You said, no, they're going to sweep it under the rug again. And you were absolutely right. That's exactly what they did. They came out the Pentagon and they said, no, all of those videos, they were just bunk. They weren't actually anything. You know, they were these crafts that we were testing it's it's not anything that you think after it seemed like they were right on the precipice of finally saying something some sort of acknowledgement but no they pulled back totally why did they do that what happened there you were right but why 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 what are they afraid of is it too soon
1: i think that they were afraid of two sides they were afraid of opening pandora's box okay And really letting a lot of information out. And then they were also, with that said, they were also worried about losing control. It's all about control. And they don't want, they want to be able to manipulate and deal with what they want to leak the way they want to leak it. It's all a plan. Right. All 100% a plan. And, And even with, and I feel like there were still sightings from people. And still squashed, and it's going to continue that way. So no matter what evidence comes through, no matter what we have, no matter what's going through, it's still going to be squashed because they're not ready to admit to anything.
0: Because anything. people are still underdeveloped, you feel spiritually, like they can't process that level of information, or is it again the human lust for power? The human lust for power. Not all That's humans, true. though. I just want to clarify that. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let, lower-frequency humans yes. lust for power.
1: Yes, they are so afraid of opening that up and losing their power or not being able to manipulate and control certain things that they can right now. And they have to hold on to that. <sighs> Jeez. Man. And I have to say also, I feel like they also is going through a transition, too. And they're going through a lot also. So I feel like it's not just us on earth that are. An Alien race is really going through their own
0: situation right now. Sure. I mean, that totally makes sense. I have guests that channel certain uh, alien races and they kind of say the same thing. We're all evolving. We're all going through various situations because we're all living beings. And that's just part of the experience. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you did great on that one. Wow, <laughs> Because unfortunately, because I was actually hoping for the disclosure. <laughs> so it's it. not <laughs> happening yet. Um, so this next one, we I'm going to say is half right, because you were feeling, and you're actually a little nervous about it, but you were feeling big political shifts, and you felt like our amendments of the U.S. Constitution would be altered in some way. Now, thankfully, that didn't happen, but it does seem like there's an assault on the U.S. Constitution. Things like free speech, possession of firearms legally, various other amendments. It seems like there's a full on gestalt against the core concepts of the U.S. Constitution.
1: Absolutely, there is. There really is. And it goes back to power and manipulation And it goes back to who can win. Everything this year, this this upcoming year, if I gave one word, it would be just power. And that's really what this year is going to come down to. We have to watch our rights. We have to spiritually stand up for what we believe in. And even if we can't understand what other people are going through or we can't understand or experience it, we still have to come to terms of what is the right thing to do. They're going, I still think they're going to try to rewrite some stuff. Okay. I really do. I feel like they're going to try to rewrite and they're going to try to manipulate and they're going to try to control, you know, the firearms. People are going to get really mad at me saying this. Um, I'm petrified of guns. Like I'm petrified of guns, Okay. but it's not the guns that are the problem. And they're going to rewrite people's rights when it comes to firearms, when it comes to freedom of speech, the abortion laws. They're going to try to rewrite this stuff, but it's all manipulation. It's not what people believe it is. It's not about the rights to carry firearms. It's about who can we control. Right. That's what it is. You know, it's not about protecting the lives of of, of fetuses. It's not about that. You know, it's about who can we control freedom of speech? It's about who can we control? And that's where the, the this, this whole situation, our government is really in trouble because we have one side that's really, really loud and the other side who's very, very quiet about everything and trying to push things under the rug. And it's just not working. It's not working.
0: It seems like the information's out there. It's hard to contain information. People are aware that this attack on the constitution's actually happening. Do you feel like it's a magical document? Like there's some kind of extra energy that's keeping it from being uh, manipulated as it could have been from some of these corrupt government officials?
1: You know, that I love that question because I never actually sat and thought about that. You know, and now thinking about that and sitting with it, you know, I have to say, There is something there, because if you think of the founding fathers that brought this together, you know, and you think about what their goals were at that time, I really do truly feel like they were trying to find peace within everyone and really trying to protect everyone. They weren't coming from a place of wanting power. I really do believe they were coming from a place of wanting freedom. And I think that's what we've lost now. You know, I think we've lost that vision that that we've now become of how can we continue to be the most powerful? How can we gain more power, 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 power? But that wasn't what our founding founding fathers were about.
0: No, they did want equality for all humans. Now it took a while for it to show up because if you think about slavery during that time and various other things, but the intention, it was enlightened. It was enlightened information. It could have been channeled. I mean, there were very powerful people coming together and creating this document. There's something going on there. I know. I absolutely agree with
1: that. Like I never really sat and wrote about that until now sitting here and having the conversation with you, like. If the universe is going to get people together to start to change the human race and give them independence and really want kindness and want protection and want freedom, why not give something that can actually make sure that it's protected? Why not? I would. I would in the spirit world. I would fight for that
0: yes in every possible way using every technique that you could i just think about some people that i know that do spell casting and things like that and they train people to focus their energy and intention and even talk to the writing as they're writing out what they want right cuz you're you're like making yeah. it real so if you think about these founding fathers writing the amendments to the constitution like they were putting this that freedom that love for all humanity into those words. Like who knows? And they're very enlightened. I mean, they, a lot of those uh, gentlemen are Freemasons. So there was some sort of uh, ancient energy there. (laughs) No, I agree. I absolutely agree. Okay. And here's another one that you got, right? You're man. Your success (laughs) rate is very high. I'm very honored to have you on the show. We're guiding people in the right way all over the world with really good information. It's proven people. And even, let me tell you something, even the best psychics, Edgar Casey, even 85% accuracy rate. Okay. There's no psychic on earth that has a hundred percent accuracy. Rate. No,
1: no. So just and putting it, it out
0: big, there for people. Yeah. So, you're up there. You're, you're, you're way up Thank there. So, you know. Metaverse, Facebook, you were saying it was going to take off, but it was no good. The energy wasn't good. So it didn't really succeed this year. You were right about that. You were saying that the metaverse was not positive and they were trying to rope people in, but people would kind of sense it. And it seems that way so far. Now, some people did get sucked in. There are some humans that chose to give their life to the metaverse. But uh, so far, they're saying it's not really a success and they're losing a lot of money.
1: And I would stay away from it. No, it's not coming from a place of good. It's really not. It doesn't feel good to me. It doesn't feel right to me. We don't feel ready for it. I just feel like we should just stay away.
0: I think they're just starting it to just kind of work out the kinks. They're like, here's the earliest version. Let's just throw it out there and see what we can learn from it. But it's just, yes, exactly. Stay away. Stay in our wonderful divine dimension. You don't need to go there. There's nothing there.
1: No, stay away.
0: <laughs> and it, Actually, it's not real. They, not even in the esoteric sense, like our dimension isn't real, but it's literally, there's no real valid info there.
1: Nothing. And you know what? Honestly, people have to just connect to your, your, your inner, I keep going back to the same thing. I think this is where also like saying like, we have to stop listening and reaching out to see what's out there and start reaching in. Yes. Stop trying to go to the metaverse. It's not going to work. It's going to bring you down. It
0: has nothing positive out there. Yes, the inner verse is far more uh, satisfying. Exactly. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's something that you got right, but I'm going to say with the caveats, unfortunately, because we talked about Uh-oh. Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein, and some oh. of the other people that are out there perpetrating these crimes. You said they would not pay for their crimes. There would be no justice. And even people like, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. Yes. Jeffrey Epstein's wife. She's doing a very cush jail sentence and none of the client list, the Epstein client list was revealed. So she went to jail for crimes committed with no one else even though there's supposedly there were so many powerful people on that list that they couldn't let it out. So there was no justice, really no payment for the crimes. They're still getting away with it. Yes, you got this right. But again, unfortunately.
1: So unfortunate. I wish I was a hundred percent wrong with that line. Because <laughs> it's just like, it just breaks my heart. But you know what? If those names were to come out, our economy would collapse.
0: Wow. It would be like aliens, but way worse, even way worse, way worse, way worse. And why is that?
1: Because there's so much manipulation and control out there that those people that are involved, that, should, that that let me just say this, will be punished because I don't want to say they won't be punished. They will be punished, but not here. So they will have to face what they have done. But if they were to come out, number one, they wouldn't learn a lesson. Number two, nothing positive, unfortunately, and I wish I was wrong with this, would come out of this, except for more pain and more suffering for the victims. That's what would happen. And I hate the fact that that's like that. And I wish that I could lie and say, oh, my God, we're going to get all the names and we're going to have justice done and everybody's going to, you know, be able to begin to heal. It's not going to happen. It's not.
0: But what about the people that just like can't believe that political leaders would be on this list. And, and it's on both sides of the political spectrum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the list, the, the flight logs are out there. You can see who went to Epstein Island and how many times, and it's very shocking. And it's very shocking. And and those people will never believe that,
1: the names that they say, because they're so deep-rooted and entrusted in those people's lies. <sighs>
0: Like their whole reality and, you know, is made so out of lies,
1: whole, right? Their whole reality is based on their sheltered experience of nothing Ugh. and living through everyone else, and that's the problem. You know, no one, not either side, you know, is is innocent. No, and and there's and I see visions of people that break my heart to see visions of these people saying, "Oh my gosh, how could that be possible?" How could that be possible, whether they're directly correlated or outside of the spectrum of it? It's just so, I don't even have words to express how upsetting it is that people could be manipulated by tons and tons of money and and not care about the pain that they've caused and continue. Because even though we think that things are not still happening, they're absolutely 100% still happening.
0: It's still going on a hundred percent. You're absolutely right. And I think a lot of these people are sociopaths. Like they literally have no connection to their hearts, probably based on some experience they had in their childhood or something. There's some root of the problem, but still they came into adulthood or whatever age and they just do not have a connection with the hearts that are participating in these Terrible things. I mean, I don't know if you saw the video of his island. I mean, there was an Egyptian temple there. Like they were doing some pretty sick stuff and there's some pretty famous people that have been implanted in our subconscious via movies and television shows, people that we looked up to because of the characters and the scripts. And then we find out these people that are just like full on evil, like full on evil. They're absolutely evil. They absolutely are. And, And they,
1: Again, that Ah. power—they—they just—they just—it's like—it's like like feeding that monster, and they just love the power and let me have more power, and they feel so much bigger than what they are every time they hurt someone, every time whether it's emotionally, physically, sexually, whatever it is, they don't care. They love
0: it. They eat that energy. They just eat
1: it. Eat it up. They eat it up. And I don't want anyone to say, "Oh my God, they must be taken in by demons." No, 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 no. That's completely different. They are not taken over by anything. These souls are not ignited. These people are feeding on the negativity. They feel powerful.
0: It's different. But can that energy, like if you stack it up and you keep participating and there's no remorse and it's pure ego and evil, can that coalesce into some form of demonic energy? I don't know if it could
1: transform into that, but I think it can absolutely attract demonic energy because why not? If I see, if I'm a demon and I see someone who's down and who's, who's, this is terrible. What I'm going to say this image I just got, but these people, why not attract them? But what's going to happen is your vibration of evil is attracting the demon, but I'm actually more interested in the weak. So your victims now can become my victims. Oh. That's the scary part. And I'm sorry for saying this, but when they oh, no. show me things and when they share things to me, that's really the truth. So the people who are in this dark, powerful place, because they're very powerful, the weaker are the ones we have to worry about. They're the ones we have to pray for. They're the ones that we have to send healing to. They're the ones who we have to send protection to.
0: Definitely. Tons of protective energy. Pray to whoever you pray to, whatever deities, angels, whatever is out there assisting the higher frequency entities. Pray to them for these people that are being trafficked and worse. And worse and worse because they're really the victims on so many levels and what we even can imagine. We're going to evolve out of this. I, I think about this because I know you're spiritual and you're a loving person. I am too. And when we talk about this thing, it hurts our hearts. I can feel your heart hurting my heart's hurting. Like we have to get past this. We will get past this.
1: We will, we will, we will, because you know, light is so much stronger. Love is so much stronger.
0: It's what everything is made out of. It's the
1: foundation of everything. And that's what we have to remember. We have to have the faith that we will conquer this because we will.
0: Okay. (laughs) Well, another thing that you talked about last year, and I think this is the last one before we move on to this year, but we talked about AI advancing and also participating in war situations, but also advancing in medical science. And I cover the news. Every seven episodes, we do a news-based episode called Beyond the News, where I cover a lot of these things. And I will tell you that over the past year, again, you were right, there's been huge advances in AI, and it's been adopted by the war machine, as you can imagine, but also things like medical science. So it's really powerful. AI, what do you think? I mean, it's something we're going to have to live with. Is it a living consciousness? It's not a living consciousness. And that's what
1: we have to remember. You know, it is not a living consciousness. And, and we also have to remember that we have to be careful who we're feeding into, who we're giving this power to, creating this AI and what it's being used for. I think for medicine, for the medical field, it really is going to be beneficial. I really do believe that it's going to be tremendously beneficial for the health and the welfare of the human race. I really do feel that Um, for war. I'm worried.
0: It's that same precision that you would think of with AI surgery and all of the great things, you can switch the polarity and then the death the precision and death could, could be uh, showing up in that way.
1: And that's where I'm really worried. It goes back again to that word of power. It goes back again to that, you know, and if I were to slow anything down, I would show, slow down, you know, the military portion of AI. Um, and I would probably
0: speed up the medical portion. And put it in right hands. <laughs> of course. But is the AI, if it's conscious, but not somehow alive, Is it then not bound by human emotions and the human experience? Like, is it not questing for power in that same way? See, what worries me is that psychometry.
1: So if I read something through psychometry, I take an article and I read that article's energy. It could be a ring, it could be a desk, it could be dirt, it could be whatever it is. So we're putting our energy into everything that we do. So if we're putting into... AI wanting warfare and wanting to be powerful. Our energy is in that. So we have to be careful where it's coming from. And that's why I say with medicine too, we have to be careful, but if we have the right people whose hands are in it and really coming from a place of love and wanting to really create
0: things that will make a difference, then that energy will be embodied in that. So it's really where we put the energy, what we feed with this AI being. It's almost like a child of ours. It's just like a naked consciousness, not the highest level of consciousness, but some form of consciousness. And it's our job to kind of nurture it with our energy. It really is.
1: And we have to be careful with that because energy is extremely powerful. And we know that.
0: But I feel like it will help us. You're feeling like as long as we feed it correctly and as long as we nurture the loving aspect that it will evolve with us and take us to great places, potentially. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. not
1: where we're coming from.
0: All right, well, I guess that closes out last year's predictions. We did talk about crypto a little bit last year, and we'll talk about that again. But here we are now at the end of 2022, somehow went by in like <laughs> five minutes. Five minutes <laughs> later, you're back again. We're now going into 2023, numerologically, it's the year of seven, it's a divine number. So hopefully good things happen, but there's a lot of new developments in the world. A lot of tensions around war, even newer uh, viruses and things like that. Let's talk about 2023. What are some of the first things that you see? One of the
1: first things I see is um, I'm nervous with war. I want to say that I really am. I'm nervous. I feel like Russia is really, this is the two things that I'm seeing. Russia is going to create something and either depending on the humans and what we do, either we go into a world war and I and I don't like saying world war, but there's going to be at least four or five countries that are going to have to jump in initially. So I'm going to call it a world war or And this is terrible, but this is what I'm hoping for, because this is what I see. Something happens to Putin. And he gets extremely ill for all the crap that he's created. I'm sorry for using that word. No, 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 you're fine. He's created that all of a sudden that, you know, the human race fights back spiritually where he has to take in all of that negative energy that he sent out and all that bad that he sent out and his body actually. He gets sick
0: it's rumored that he has some form of cancer, but it's just so hard to say. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they use Bonnie doubles and various things when he's out in public. And I
1: think that's more of people trying to create stuff right now. I don't think, (laughs) I don't feel that now at this moment. Okay. And I say that now at this moment, I don't feel that I feel like that's just trying to create stuff. Um, But I feel like it's going to be where he really gets, and I don't, I can. I think it's my hope, too. It sounds terrible, but I would rather him get really, really sick and have his life before his eyes and him have to step back. I don't think he's going to admit to doing wrong. I'm not saying that, but step back. Because if he if he really, I keep getting pulled towards Poland, if he really tries to start something and does something really sneaky, that's where everything is going to erupt. <sighs> And I don't want that. I really don't.
0: What is it do you feel, just from your intuition, like what are you picking up about Putin's perspective? Like why are they so afraid of joining the global community? Why are they so insulated? What is going on there? Well, Putin wants world dominance, you know, and,
1: and why, you know, it just goes back to, It's terrible what I'm going to say. No one's stopping (laughs) him from what he's doing because everyone's afraid. What if I take the first step and nobody backs me up? And that's the problem. You know, we need to come together and support one another and say, hey, you better stop now. But he's so manipulative, so powerful with his words, so leaving things unknown of what he can do that countries are like, well, we're not really sure if we could step forward, including the United States.
0: <sighs> and that's the problem. But where is the fear? Like, wh- what are they so afraid of? Why do they want to dominate? Like, wh- where is the fear? Where's the fear that we have to step forward? No, that they have to let go. Oh, that, that Putin has to let go? Yes. Because it's not just Putin. I mean, there's people around him. In a way, he's just representative of a certain frequency. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: I, oh God, this
1: is terrible. The image that I'm seeing, you know, when I see him, I see Hitler. <sighs> and I'm sorry to say that. You're not the I,
0: only one that said that.
1: And, yeah. I think they keep on showing me his image, him, his image, him. And it comes back to that manipulation, that brainwashing, again, with the power. You know, and it's just this belief system of let's back him up because we're going to have so much more. So it's more of they're looking at him as godlike and that's dangerous. That's dangerous. And that's what I'm really seeing.
0: So much like Hitler and during World War Two, the Germans felt like he would be out there getting more resources, more land for a diminished country, which was diminished by World War One. But this is. And that. And that's, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. No, no, it's fine.
1: The whole World War One and Germany being blamed for World War One when they really shouldn't have been blamed for World War One. Who's using the same thing of where, like, look at how we're being treated. Look at how we're being viewed. We have to show them how good we are. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get world dominance. I'm going to get the respect. And it comes back to respect, too, of what we deserve.
0: Is it possible that they see some of the things like the Epstein situations and the various hedonisms that go on, you could say, in the Western world and be repulsed by that. Like, is there some part of Putin that's like, why would I want to team up with those guys? Look look what they're up to. I honestly don't think they're repulsed by it. They partake they seem- in it.
1: I think they, yeah, they partake in it and Uh, they see it as a manipulation, laughing and saying, look at this. They can't even keep secrets. Look at how they're falling and their wall is breaking and their strength is falling apart. And look at how separated they are. uh,
0: But you don't see him taking over the world. Like you don't see Russia achieving that world domination. No, 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 I do not. I do not. No, I do not. But you do see tensions picking up over the next year. I do
1: see tensions
0: picking up. I do see the states,
1: United States ignoring the tensions picking up. Um, and I do see there's some kind of explosion or attack that happens that cannot be ad- denied. Not in the States. I keep seeing around the border of Russia, like by Poland, something happens, and that's what ignites everything again.
0: Well, that almost happened this year. There was a rocket that fired. There was a misfire from Ukraine that went into Poland, and they thought it was Russia for a minute, and, and right, all the red alerts were going off. But then they kind of backed off. But you're saying that could happen for real this year?
1: For real, for real. Uh. And it's and they're not and Russia is not going to say, oh, that was a mistake, you know.
0: So what about American politics? Like, what about our government? What do you see with Biden and Kamala? last year we were talking about biden's health potentially being an issue he made it through is he going to finish his presidency
1: i can't believe he made it through cuz i keep <laughs> seeing like what's going on here you know and it's so weird cuz each year i see something happening and and i and nothing you know has happened and i see him getting through his presidency now i do but i see you know I see such a disappointment of nothing getting done.
0: Just stagnant.
1: Yeah. It's, it's like, and he has so many things that he can do, but he doesn't. So many changes. He could listen to the people he could speak more. He could be out there. It's just, it's nothing is getting done. And there's something going on in that white house that they're keeping secret from us. And that's why I feel like, you know, it's like, you know how they say like this, the radio wave silence. That's what I get. I get like a silence there.
0: And I don't like it. It seems very strange when you see President Biden in public. There's not a lot of words. He doesn't do a lot of movements. He gets confused easily. It's very, very strange to watch.
1: It's very strange. I know some of it I have to say is manipulation of where the cameras are at and how they cut things. Uh So I do have to say that. I do feel that. But there's something where I just don't feel right when I tap in and I say, what is going on? It's like complete. It's like he just wanted to get the title of presidency and doesn't give it anymore. (sighs) It does seem that way. yeah, it's like that's all he wanted was just that title.
0: He just wanted that before he died. He just wanted to make yeah. sure that was yeah. on his uh, resume. What, yeah.
1: Yep, yep, and, and and that's it, and that's it. You know, he doesn't care how he goes out. He doesn't care when he goes out. He doesn't care anymore. That's all he wanted.
0: <sighs> that's kind of sad. That's sad it's that
1: sad.
0: our beautiful uh, American government has degraded in such a way that that's where we're at. It's very sad. And it's it's that's where we
1: have to shift things and make it more about honestly caring for all the people of our country, not mattering which side you are, really wanting to make a difference and not coming from a place of ego, or not coming from a place of not caring. You know, like it's just we we need, we have to need, have need that love. Huge, Yeah, yeah, we need a huge governmental shift and I don't see it happening.
0: It's does seem like we're kind of stuck in a little bit of stagnancy at the moment. What about president Biden's son? Uh, In 2022, they were saying that the laptop associated with Hunter Biden that had all of these incriminating photos and emails was totally fake, but now they're saying it's totally real. And they were just, they made a mistake uh, a year ago. Obviously it was covered up. Do you see anything developing with Hunter Biden? No
1: I don't I don't see anything developing and I don't know how much of that really is completely real. I do think that he's got a lot of skeletons in his closet, but I don't think it's as many as they're saying there is, but I think that he's gonna kind of well like like the Jeffrey Epstein stuff kind of washes away and people don't talk about it the same thing with him uh,
0: it's sad. It's sad that, you know, it seems like almost like the feudal eras where, you know, you'd have these kings at the, and their princes and the, you know, the royal family would get to do whatever yep. with no consequence. Uh, yep. Meanwhile, the peasants would. You know.
1: <laughs> exactly. While well, the peasants would suffer. Yep. That's exactly.
0: That's sad. But we'll get it back because that's the beauty of America and that American experience that the living document of the constitution, the living energy aspect of America can be recultivated and regrown and reborn. Absolutely. So what do you see with AI in 2023? Now it's been kicking up. There was a Google uh, worker who claimed that he had a chat program that went self-aware and was communicating with him directly Where do you see AI picking up in 2023? I see it definitely
1: progressing. I see it definitely, definitely progressing. Um, There's like a knot in my stomach though, because I feel like there's a possibility that some of it may get into the wrong hands. (sighs) And that's why you know, I feel like I'm like
0: doing gloom today. No, no, it's fine because <laughs> look, we're in that birthing process. We were just talking about this. We're going to have to deal with all of this stuff rising yeah. to the surface in order to get rid of it. Like we have to uproot it in order to get it and, out there.
1: And that's what I think is going to happen. I think that there is getting in the wrong hands. I see this tremendous lab, hidden lab somewhere in the Midwest where there's a lot of studies about yet it's very hidden and very secret and that's where there's a possibility of it getting in the wrong hands but because i'm just listening to what they're sharing with me when it comes into the wrong hands it's like awakening for the right hands so i feel like ai is going to grow but it's going to be quiet for a period of time for like four to six months there's going to be no talk for a while and that's because there's some rumbling going on. It's getting into the wrong hands. We're aware it's getting into the wrong hands. We need to get control of it again. And then all of a sudden we get the right control and then studies will come out. And I'm leaning really towards the medical field. It's more studies coming out in the medical field. I feel like there's something that's connected with cancer, with AI, and, and, and just some, some, something's going to happen. That's going to be miraculous.
0: Like a technological breakthrough with cancer related to AI.
1: Related with AI, related with cancer and really making a
0: difference. Oh, fantastic. We've probably had that information for decades. They've just suppressed it, but now they're going to let it out with the AI. Right. Right. Because it's going to fall into the right hands. Amazing. Well, that at least, they're, hey, that's not all doom and gloom. That's some good information yeah, yeah. <laughs> there. So what about COVID though? Like we're back to normal-ish, like things are kind of getting normalized. Do you see it being used again as a tool for control or do you see it actually surging and actually killing people in America? I see it like the flu. I see it
1: like they're going to say, make sure to get your COVID shot. Okay. Make sure to get your COVID shot. That's the way I see it.
0: So you don't see it being used uh, as anything other than just kind of like a sideline thing.
1: Like a sideline thing. I just want people to be careful with the flu because they think that we're forgetting about that. So I just think that we still need to be cautious with getting our flu shots. And I'm not one to really say, go get this shot and go get that shot. I'm sure. really not, I'm not, but I just feel like we just have to, remember that we still have to be cautious of other things that are out there just by taking care of ourselves. Yes. That's really the bottom
0: line. And they did say that the flu decreased dramatically, but it's not gone. It could just come right back in various mutations and various forms. So we have to just shield ourselves in all the ways that we feel appropriate. Right. And I think it's really health and nutrition.
1: You yes. know, I really think it's that, that we, we really have to really step back and really make sure that we're taking care of ourselves.
0: Well, that's good news. Look, COVID was very (laughs) hard to deal with. Like I was saying earlier, most people, it seems they're blocking it out that time, but it's good that it's coming to an end. It was very hard on the human psyche. It was very hard on the human psyche. And I want people to also realize that the people that we lost to
1: COVID are now in our spirit world making a difference. Yes. They're helping so us. They're the pulling for us. Yeah. They're helping us. They're saying, listen, this is what I, I chose to transition to help the human race. Like these people who we lost during COVID made that choice because they wanted to make the world a better place for us that are still here.
0: Okay. Well, that's amazing because we need all the help that we can get our ancestors, the extraterrestrials the extra dimensionals angels, All the above in order to get to that next place. I I think we need all the help we could get. We do. We need all the help we can (laughs) get. Well, speaking of AI, what is up with Elon Musk? He, He seems to have become a hugely prominent figure. He revealed a lot of the censorship and various things that were happening at Twitter. And he's now becoming like this very powerful human being. Like he's in most people's consciousness around the world pretty much daily.
1: We need to squash him immediately. What is the deal? Why? What's going on with Elon Musk? When I, when I, this is terrible, but whenever I see a picture of him or I see him, I have such a physical reaction to him that does not feel good, does not. He is one that if he gains too much control, he's going to have control of so much more than what we can imagine. And I feel like it's it's across the world where he will have control of money, of 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 jewelry, which sounds weird, but of precious stones, of people, of medicine that goes out and can get to certain people in certain countries. Like, I feel like he's going to have so much control.
0: We have to he has to be squashed. So you feel like he has some sort of messianic complex, like he feels like he's the savior of humanity.
1: He really does. And he's not, and he's not,
0: you know, putting the neural link in the brain. I mean, that was kind of a giveaway. I would say, I was like, (laughs) wait a second. I don't know if I want that. Yeah. He he's, he's just, he's
1: such this independent. If I had a poster child for that narcissism, he would be that person, but he doesn't care where he gets it from. He doesn't care how he gets the control, how he gets the manipulation, how he gets what he doesn't care who he's hurting in the process. He makes it look like, Oh, look at what I'm doing. And look at how I'm going to make this difference. I'm going to do that. He's really not coming from a place that's, that has any good in it. (sighs)
0: So you feel he has ulterior motives. Like there's a darkness that he has going on. There's an agenda. He has an agenda. Absolutely. I really feel like
1: he's not He, I feel like he's coming from such a dark place that he does not. I'm going to say it. He, he feels equivalent to Jeffrey Epstein. Uh,
0: Cause some people view him as kind of like a superhero, like a cartoon superhero almost.
1: And that's what he wants. Uh,
0: well, I'm sure he spent a lot of money to cultivating that image in the public consciousness. Oh, absolutely. Oh, he knows what he's doing. Ah, uh, that's really sad because you think about the battery powered cars, they're kind of an innovation. People don't realize how much mining goes into the lithium and the cobalt. It's pretty much the same as fossil fuels, but uh, you know, there have been some innovations related to Elon Musk, but you're saying he's not one of us. He's not, he oh. is not,
1: he is not. And if we saw what's going on with the mining, and if we saw what his family history has done already to the human race, we would, we would be disgusted.
0: Well, I know that there's child slavery in the lithium mines and the cobalt mines, and you have to turn a blind eye to that. If you're using these materials to make your batteries, you, you have to just somehow be okay With slavery, child slavery, going into these deep caverns, little kids to just get these medals. That, again, is some form of uh, sociopathic behavior. Yep,
1: and godlike.
0: Let me just say, my power. So tell me in 2023, who's helping us? Who is our ally? That is
1: the hardest thing. I sat and I said, oh my gosh, who... Who are we going to look to? Who are we, who's going to guide us? Who's going to help us? And I get that blankness. And I hate to say that I don't have an answer. And I feel like whoever it is just hasn't really come forward yet. That's what I think it is because I don't know who's going to help us. I don't know who's going to be our go to connection to knowing that everything's going to be okay.
0: Well, in situations like that, it seems like you would just default to yourself, like mm-hmm. going into the inner verse, like we were saying, yep. the inward spiritual aspect of ourselves. Yep. And that's all we have right now, which is a lot. <sighs> is, is it because so many people are compromised in positions of power? Like they've done such horrible things to get where they're at. Yep. That's exactly uh, what it is.
1: And But they don't see it as horrible. That's the other part. They see it as smart. Ah!
0: They see it as powerful. That's the problem. God. Pray for those people. They yeah. were little babies once and they were sweet and nice and you held them and you loved them. So something happened, something happened that made that baby into uh, <laughs> those people. I, now. So just, pray. I guess all I, we could do is pray, right? And I say, pray for their consciousness to be awakened. Yes. That's what we should do. Yes. And are those people afraid of being, that they won't be forgiven? Is that some aspect of it? Like the people that commit these things, the Elon Musk, Jeffrey Epstein, all of these people, is there some fear that the masses, that humanity or even the divine God, whatever you call it, will not forgive them?
1: No, they have no fear of that. No fear of that. Ugh. No fear of that whatsoever. They would laugh if somebody asked them that question. It's. Have-
0: oh, <sighs> I guess I'm coming from a, a place where they're just not.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Because if they did fear of that, they wouldn't be making the decisions
0: that they are. Exactly. Exactly. Ah, oh, God. But these people will have to, again, I just want to give people some hope here. They will have to face some sort of situation in regards to their behavior. There, There's a they cause, there's will. an effect, whether it's this they dimension absolutely. or another. They absolutely
1: will. And when their time comes, it will be their decision to either... Learn and be better or not learn and sit where they are.
0: I think you talked about this the last time you were on that Hitler was a product of rape. Like he was born mm-hmm. and that hate and that anger was in him in a cellular way. And I think maybe a lot of people have similar experiences like that. I agree. That I in agree. those terrible. places. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well, what about uh, psychedelics? Look, that's a good thing. It's becoming more and more legalized. Uh, Colorado has now legalized several substances. Well, decriminalized. It's Mm -hmm. legalized in certain parts of Washington, things like mushrooms, peyote. It's becoming almost like cannabis was 10 years ago in the public consciousness. It's being very accepted. There's no more stigma. What do you think about psychedelics and the human consciousness in 2023, the integration? What do you think about that?
1: I think it's brilliant. I think we should have done this a long, (laughs) long, long time ago. I think that it's going to change so much in the right hands. And I really think that psychedelics are being studied and watched and monitored by the right people. I really do think that. And I think that, if we are educated the right way and we use them in a way, we will heal on a cellular level. We will heal on a spiritual level. We will heal on a physical level. I think that there's so much, you know, my great, my, my grandfather wrote a book because he's to the mountains in India and sit with herbs and spices and blah, blah, blah. He was He was not a doctor or anything like that but he found healings within all the herbs. And we know this. Yes. That medicine works. It works. So so I think that whoever takes over in the government, whoever <laughs> takes over next should really try some psychedelics before they make any decisions. <laughs> but, but honestly, I really think that like mushrooms, they, they open us up to dimensions that sometimes we block ourselves in. And we could heal on so many different levels. You know, it's important.
0: Yes. And do you notice, though, that it is being more accepted by the public consciousness now? Like it's being joked about and talked about on the news and things like that?
1: I I do. I do see it. And it actually makes me feel a level of peace. Even people who are like joking about it and thinks it's a joke and thinks it's ridiculous. In that joking, they're actually opening themselves up to the possibility of accepting it as well. So I think that the more talk and the more share that we do and the more healing that we show and the more positivity behind it that we show, it it will really be more readily available where it should be, especially in the mental health realm of things.
0: Yes. Yes. We did talk about that last time. I mean, PTSD, depression. There's so many things, chronic pain even in some cases that are being healed by these psychedelic substances.
1: Yep. And, and healed. And, you know, like there's no disclaimer of this side effect and that side effect and the other side effect that we get with all the medicines that we have, right? you know? So it's, it's just, I, when I tap into the psychedelics and, and, and what will happen over the next year, I feel excitement.
0: Yay. <laughs> and do you <laughs> feel like it's a response to the negativity that's going on in the world? Like it's almost like the antidote.
1: Yes, yes. I feel like it's our our antidote,
0: our vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know? It's what we need. It's what we
0: need. Yes, it's a spiritual vaccine, you could say.
1: It is. It is. It's a spiritual vaccine vaccine that helps us awaken our subconscious.
0: Yes. And even things like DMT, which is a highly powerful psychedelic, is decriminalized in Colorado. So people are going to have really powerful experiences.
1: Really powerful experiences in, in spirituality that they never could have imagined. Where the level of healing and peace and understanding and knowledge is just beyond what we could think of now.
0: And it's going to accelerate. Maybe that's going to speed up time even more. And you're going to be back in about 10 minutes. We're going to do 2024 predictions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you did talk about earlier about how you feel like in 2023, that again, our constitution is going to be continually attacked. Do you see any big changes or just still the perception of this as a being archaic, like the Constitution, these laws are old. We need to change them, but there's something going on there. You see, and you said earlier you've seen that continuing. You still see that.
1: Yeah, I still see it continuing. I still see the discussions going on and and the separation going on and trying to say how could we have it like this, you know. But I don't see anything being touched. So it's more of let's create more chaos, Ugh. let's create more disruption just to make noise. People want to be heard for the
0: wrong reasons. So that's a good way to do it. Yes. Like you said, it's noise. It's noise. Oh man. Well, cryptocurrency, let's talk about that. Last year you said just stash money, but put it away. The crypto market has declined, but the usage has picked up. Like the value has declined currently for a moment, but mm-hmm. the usage, the implementation has picked up dramatically. What do you see for cryptocurrency in 2023?
1: I want people to continue doing the same thing. Okay, Putting money in that you're not going to to turn to to need. So keep on putting in a steady amount and just leave it, and just leave it, and just leave it. Do not touch anything. Do not, people cannot go into crypto in hopes that they're gonna wake up and be millionaires. Right. Be okay with that steady up and down, which not really isn't steady. Cause I do see it going down, 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 down. But then all of a sudden it's going to start to pick up again. Exactly. Just leave it alone. Just leave it alone. You know, like, like it sounds terrible. Like when you're sitting at the roulette table and you just <laughs> put a couple of chips on there and you just keep putting those couple of chips, just leave it alone. Just leave it. Don't, don't try to, don't put your life savings into it.
0: Put into it
1: what you can.
0: What do you think about these governments like our government, the American government, creating their own cryptocurrencies? They're called central bank digital currencies. Is this going to take off? Are they going to rival the true cryptocurrencies? Is this an effort to squash all cryptocurrencies and maintain control? What do you think about government cryptocurrencies?
1: I find it so interesting. It's like this is a terrible analogy, but I'm going to say it. it's like trying to keep up with the Joneses, you know. Like with, you know what I'm saying? Like that's what it is. I feel like right now they're just jumping in, trying to say, oh, wait, 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 maybe we should look into this, but not really knowing, you know. So I think that crypto is going to be getting bigger and bigger, but not yet. It's still in its baby form. Right. That's why I say put money into it, but just leave it alone. It's not something that is going to be, whoof, there we go, you know. So I think the government is just getting their feet wet, trying to say, oh, let's just check this out, but not really interested in it.
0: So you don't think it's going to compete or even replace the dollar like their own? Not yet. Okay. Not
1: yet. Not yet.
0: Okay. Well, that's really good news because it is slightly worrisome to those in the cryptocurrency community. They feel like it's an attempt to squash and control all cryptocurrencies, but it may not take off. It's all about human implementation that really makes things happen. Right. Right. Okay. So what else do you feel like we should be aware of in the coming year for 2023?
1: Well, I think that we've paid our dues. I think that, again, we're going to experience some traumas and some bumps in the road. But I think that one of the things that we humans have to remember is, um, you know, we talk about hygiene, taking care of ourselves. (laughs) I think spiritual hygiene Oh, I love I that. I think that's really big this year. I think that this is the year where we really cleanse and clear our spirit, really begin to strengthen it because we're, we're on the uphill now, you know, we're on the up way up now, yes. you know, so let's, let's take every bump, let's take every trauma and say, thank you universe. I've learned, I got this, I got this. And just remember how strong we've
0: been and continue with that. Oh, that's fantastic. And, and again, like we said at the beginning, it's a year of seven. If you're a person that's into numerology, you would say this is the year to connect with the divine. Like you're saying, have spiritual hygiene, just upgrade yourself spiritually. Yeah. There's a lot of energy there to support you. Yep.
1: Come from, you know, gratitude, a place where we've got gratitude instead of, I feel like the past years we've been coming from a place of why me? You know, <laughs> <laughs> And now I think we have to come from a place of thank you. Yes, no matter how rough it may be or how many challenging it may be. Thank you. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to grow, to learn, to know, to evolve.
0: And some would say we chose our lives. Every situation is all pre-designed. Do you believe that?
1: (laughs) I have to laugh. Okay, so we do choose our lives, but we also have free will. Okay. So I feel like the choice that we make as we evolve, as we grow through each of our lessons, our choices may change. So we choose these different things that we want to experience through life, but it's not set in stone. How do I say that a little bit clearer? So going through a divorce, I may have chosen to stay a little bit more, a little bit longer, and my life may be completely different. Or I may have chosen to leave earlier, and my life would have been completely different. But that divorce or that that breakup would have been there. It's uh-huh. a matter of when in my life am I going to let things line up. And honestly, I got in my way. So that's why it took me a little bit longer because I was, I was not, I didn't choose out of fear. I didn't choose the best path for me at that time. So that's where I think free will comes in.
0: So we choose the events in our lives, but how the events kind of show up is based on our free will. Right. Right. Wow. Wow. Powerful stuff. (laughs) Okay. Here's something I want to ask you about. Timeline shifts. So many people say that we're just like jumping timelines because everything's so chaotic that we're being moved from timeline to timeline with these crazy variations in world behavior. And that's affecting some of the prophecies and the various predictions people have made throughout the decades and even the centuries. What do you think about that? Are we jumping from timeline to timeline? I think we are. I think so too. I really do. I think we are. And I
1: think that the awareness of it is just starting. You know, like I think that we didn't realize, oh my gosh, what's going on here? What's going on there? Why is this happening? Why is that happening? And I think that it has to be this way. So we have to take a step back and allow ourselves to jump these timelines and to move and to let those predictions just happen the way they need to happen. Let go of the control.
0: That's what it is. Let go with the control. Enjoy the ride. <laughs> it's not easy. It's not easy, but enjoy the ride. But why do you feel like it's that way? Like, why isn't it linear? Why are we jumping around so much? And it does seem like it's happening because there's things like the Mandela effect and other things where it doesn't make sense. Like, it seems like things happen that didn't happen. People were remembering things differently. Like something's happening. Why is it that way? Do you feel? I feel because we're all in a position
1: where we're evolving differently at different places at different points of time Ah, and we have that life experience.
0: That makes sense. So we're just bouncing around individually. We may not even be in the same timelines, even though we're interacting with these people directly. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my goodness. Wow. That's really powerful. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we've had an incredible episode. It's been so great. I want to talk about a few more things just a few more things and i'll let you get back to your life until next year (laughs) as they say where do you feel like aliens are at let's talk about aliens again i love aliens we didn't have any disclosure there have been an uptick in sightings and recordings with people's advanced phones and things like that now we have more recordings what do you think's going on with the extraterrestrials this year 2023
1: Twenty twenty three. I think they're gonna take a break from us. I really do. Okay. I think that they're, they're <laughs> really, really gonna focus on themselves and they're they're evolving and their spiritual connection. I feel like they're light years ahead of us. Yes. But they want to evolve more and I feel like they're coming into their own. And I think that they need a break from us. I think they're kind of wanting, they forgot about where they are and who they are and focusing on us and who we, who we are and where we are that they've lost themselves. I think they're in their own kind of let me
0: find myself era right now. So are we like this overdramatic friend that's like super intense and they're like, (laughs) they're like, I I need to take a month off. I'll come back. We're still friends, but you're way intense. We're like, for like the
1: dumb friends, <laughs> the ones like, really, did you just do that? <laughs> you know, like, did you just stick your face in the snow to see if it would make a little difference uh, there? you know, like, you know, are you guys the ones who take boiling water and throw it in the cold in the air to see if it makes snow? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but they love us, right? It seems like there is a love energy in these higher dimensions, these higher entities, wherever they show up. It seems like there's a love there,
1: no, I do really think there is a love, and I really do think that they do like pray for us and try to help us and try to guide us and try to assist us. I don't think that they're coming here or that they want to come here to harm us or hurt us or anything like that. I really think it's, it's a symbiotic symbiotic relationship between the two. I just think that right now they need a break.
0: They need a break. Okay. Well, that's good. That's fine. There's plenty of years left. Maybe we'll revisit this next year and we'll see what happens. Maybe they'll change their mind. We'll see. But wow, Natalie, Oh my goodness. We're, We've ripped through this episode. This has been incredible. Um, it great. I want to tell people where to find you, okay? Because not only is she here doing predictions, but Natalie does mentorship and she'll connect you with deceased loved ones, mediumship, and she does animal communication as well. And you can find all of this at natalieluciamedium.com. And I'm going to spell this N-A-T-A-L-I-E-L-U-C-I-A-M-E-D-I-U-M.com, natalieluciamedium.com. And she was also a contributor to the book with Allison Gannon, The Last Breath, if you want to read a really cool story. So she's out there. If you're feeling this, if you're feeling her energy and her accuracy, and you want to connect with her, go to that website schedule a session and she'll work with you directly. And this is anyone all over the world, right, Natalie? Absolutely. I have clients all over the world. Wow. And I'm grateful for them. <laughs> hey, they're grateful for you just like we are. And before we go, Natalie, what an incredible episode. Is there anything you'd like to leave people with to think about, to postulate on over the next year? You know,
1: I think the, the best thing to think about for the next year is that love conquers all. And when you can't find
0: love on the outside, find love on the inside. Wow. That's so beautiful. Look, we left it (laughs) on a beautiful note. We talked about a lot of different intense things, but if you leave it with love, that's the foundation of everything. And that's where we're all at. So thank you so much for being here, Natalie. Deeply appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's been a great episode. Please hold through the outro music and everyone. Wow. I hope you wrote some of these things down. Integrate these things. And we'll see you next week. Midnight on Earth.